You late, says Tom New. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. And it's Monday, August 30th, 2021 A.D. Very important. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. Don't forget what time it is, what year it is. <laughs> and it is a new week, and I have a new group to play for you. Play that f- funky music, says somebody. Well, no, I play that punk rock music, or rock and roll, Christian rock music. This is from 2004, so it's well after I finished high school. Actually, it was like done with college, basically. This is from the Knights of the New Crusade. Anybody heard of them? The Knights of the New Crusade? It's from the 2000, uh, 2004 album, My God is Alive, Sorry About Yours. Songs in praise of him, in praise of our Lord God, and in condemnation of sin. And this track is titled Secret Sign. That's the name of this song. And it is a song. They kind of sing. So I hope you enjoy it. It's not too long. I'll talk you through it, boomers and musical Philistines and music snobs. Enjoy Knights of the New Crusade, Secret Sign. And we'll get started with the show. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. Oh no, I made it for the music, says Uncle Ted 88. Let me tell you about ancient Rome. The Christians met in the catacombs. Because churches were outlawed at the time. To let the Christians know where it was safe to go. The priests would use a secret sign. They'd use a dip, a lamb, a dove, or an anchor to the people who loved. The true God knew it was his wish. But I've got a favorite sign. I use it all the time. It's the symbol of the fish. The fish. I've got that secret sign. I use it all the time. But it's not a secret anymore. It's still a sacred sign. It's used by friends of mine. We're proud to have it on our doors. We're not outlawed anymore. I bought a fish sign at the store And I'm proud to wear it on my car It tells the world that he died on the cross for me And everybody else near and far I've got that secret sign I use it all the time It's not a secret anymore No! But it's still a sacred sign And now I think it's time together as the war. War against Satan! War against Satan. I don't have the lyrics, guys. They didn't put the lyrics in the liner notes, but hopefully you can understand them. 
Ruben Hernandez wishes the vocalist sings more punk. Buddy. I got that secret sign. I use it all the time. But it's not a secret anymore. It's still a secret sign. It's used by friends of mine. We're proud to have it on our door. Are you proud to be a Christian? Are you proud to believe? Are you proud that Jesus died you on the cross out of love for you? Then go forth and tell the world. Tell everybody about it. Tell them about the gospel. Spread the good news. Don't keep it a secret. That's the Knights of the New Crusade, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you liked uh, the commentary on it. People are, people are loving it. Or not. <laughs> but anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. fine. I hope you had a nice weekend. I definitely did. It is the last two days of Men's History Month, and men are majorly under attack. Yes, and Christians are under attack and turning outlawed. That song that you heard from uh, Knights of the New Crusade was from 2004, and more and more Christianity is becoming more and more outlawed. It's a crazy attack. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. What? Just terrible. You know, last Friday, I intended to get to the story of this young man, male, who committed a, I guess you could call it a, I think it's a terrorist attack. He tried to start a race war, according to the reports, by attacking a black so-called church. Over there in, like, what was that, North Carolina or South Carolina? Dylan Roof. Dylan Storm Roof. And I looked him up on Wikipedia because, just a refresher, I had the story right all along. There are people who call in and bring up Dylan Roof. Oh, Jesse Lee Peterson is evil and James Hake are evil because we agree with Dylan Roof. <laughs> no. But he did say something that was true, that the media was lying, that there's all this racism when black-on-white crime is the predominant interracial violent crime. What a mess. The state and Apple News reported a federal appeals court upheld the death penalty for white supremacist, no such thing, Dylan Storm Roof, who killed nine black Americans, and they capitalized the word black, B in black, which is false, it's just kissing up to blacks. At a Charleston church, Charleston church in 2015, his crimes qualify him for the harshest penalty that a just society can, impo- can impose, the, according to the judges. And that was first sought, the death penalty was first sought, not because he committed murder, but because it was a hate crime. So phony. At least according to my memory of what, how things went down. 
This took place in 2015 at a church. Dylan Roof was overreacting to the uh, attack on whites by attacking blacks. And he wanted to start a race war. (laughs) And his execution was upheld by an appeals court. But you know who pursued the death penalty on this guy? And normally I'm for the death penalty. You commit murder, you should get the death penalty, generally. But this guy, this death penalty was not in the name of justice. It was in the name of this fake idea of racism. He, it was, an, it was a terror attack on blacks. It was a terror attack because he was overreacting to the, to the attack on whites. And so he thought that this was the best way in his deluded mind. He was poorly raised, just like most blacks who commit these crazy crimes. Just like these uh, Muslims who commit these crazy crimes. Poorly raised, on drugs, didn't have his father. But Loretta Lynch, Barack Obama's fake affirmative action, black female, so-called attorney general. She's the one who pursued these hate crime and it should be the death penalty. Well, I want to tell you a little bit about what he claimed about his motives. Allegedly. And this was read in court, actually. This entire so-called manifesto was read in court. On June 20th, 2015, a website that had been registered according to, this is Wikipedia writing, registered to Dylan Roof, D-Y-L-A-N-N, Roof, on February 9th, 2015, lastrhodesian.com. Rhodesia is a country that used to be white, I think. Is it in Africa? I don't even remember. It was discovered. I don't even know if I really looked into that part of it. Though the identity of the domain's owner was intentionally masked the day, masked the day after it was registered. And it has a picture. Is that from tra- train spotting? That picture right there? That's from Romper Stomper. Romper Stomper. And is that that same guy from train spotting? No, they just look like him. Oh, okay. He just looks similar. Yeah. White guy. Yeah. Crazy. Romper Stomper is a movie, right? Oh, okay. It's a Russell Crowe movie. Man. (laughs) Well, uh, law enforcement officials confirmed Dylan Roof as the owner of this website. The site included a cache or a cache of photos of Roof posing with a handgun, Confederate battle flag. That's That's when they went after the Confederate, the beautiful Confederate rebel flag. An attack on the South. Silly Tanahassee coats. That is fake blood, by the way. Um, Tanahasi Coates wrote, Oh, we need to get rid of the Confederate flag. It inspires white supremacists to attack blacks. Fake news. As well as the widely recognized so-called neo-Nazi code numbers 88, an abbreviation for the salute, Hail Hitler, because HH is the eighth level of the, eighth number of the alphabet, right? Eighth uh, letter of the alphabet. And 1488, written in sand. Roof was also seen spitting on and burning an American flag. Whoa. So he gave up on America. Sounds like other people I know gave up on America. While some photographs seemed to show Roof at his at home in his room, others were taken on an apparent tour of slavery-related historical sites in North and South Carolina. Roof is believed to have taken self-portraits using a timer, and his visits were not remembered by staff members. (laughs) I bet they weren't. (laughs) 
<laughs> working at the sites. The website contained an unsigned 2,444-word 2, manifesto, apparently authored by Roof, in which he outlined his opinions methodically broken down in the following sections. Blacks, Jews, Hispanics, East Asians, patriotism, and an expl- explanation. And here's a quote, a couple of quotes, pertinent quotes. I have no choice. I am not in the position to alone go into the ghetto and fight. <laughs> I chose Charleston because it's the most historic city in my state and at one time had the highest ratio of blacks to whites in the country. We have no skinheads, no real KKK, no one doing anything but talking on the internet. Well, someone has to be, has to have the bravery to take it to the real world and I guess it has to be me. That's him. The manifesto states that the author of this manifesto was truly awakened by coverage of the killing of Trayvon Martin. See? Trayvon Martin. I told you guys, radicalized people. On both sides. On many sides, really. I read the Wikipedia article, this guy says, presumably Dylan Roof, about Trayvon, and right away I was unable to understand what the big deal was. It was obvious that Zimmerman was in the right, even based on the far-left Wikipedia article. But more importantly, this prompted me to type in the words... Black on white crime into Google, and I have never been the same since that day. The first website I came to was Council of Conservative Citizens, and they were under attack for having inspired Dylan Roof, but no, no. Information is not what causes people to go nuts. Anger. It's anger. There were pages on, upon pages of these brutal black-on-white murders. I was in disbelief. At this moment, I realized something was very wrong. How could the news be blowing up about the Trayvon Martin case when hundreds of these black-on-white murders got ignored? Fake news media. Lie to the people, you make them mad. You make a, you make a white or a conservative mad if they have anger by lying to them. You make a liberal angry by telling them the truth. Well, you also make them mad by lying to them, too, because they get angry based on the lies. The manifesto also nor- mentioned the Northwest Front, which was a Seattle-based, supposedly white supremacist organization. But he was, like, against, he, would, he mocked the Northwest Front, because he's like, I want America to be f- for all the, all the white Americans. Why should be, we become refugees in our own country? According to the web servers, his website was last modified 4.44 p.m. June 17th, 2015. He says, at the time of writing, I'm in a great hurry. And that's when he, uh, it's about the time that he committed the attack. Allegedly. I mean, he was, he was convicted, right? According to court documents in August of 2016, Roof drafted two other manifestos, one in 2015 and the other in jail, recovered from his vehicle and jail cell, respectively. He also made a list of churches and a selection of victims, among other writings. By the way, it's not just Dylan Roof, my debate opponent. Remember my debate last week on, uh, does, has Black Lives Matter done more harm than good? Black Lives Matter was, came from, or was, came from the same evil spirit that was this overreaction to Trayvon Martin's self-defense killing. It was a self-defense killing, plain and simple, right? But my debate opponent from last week on the modern-day debate, Brenton Langell, he disputed my claim because I watched that Vice documentary. Vice did this 
propaganda, right? Vice is a far left, they're affiliated with HBO, far left magazine outlet, originally founded by Gavin McInnes, who is not far left. He's like a centrist. And Vice has gone off the deep end. And some liberal woman went and covered the Charlottesville riot. It was mostly really a Charlottesville peaceful protest by whites and people who didn't like seeing the taking down of our great southern heroes in the form of tearing down these statues and monuments, right? Blaming racism for blacks' failure. Brenton was a mama, says Colin Barrett. Yeah. Well, Christopher Cantwell was one of the guys. He appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show years ago. Jesse Peterson told him, hey, watch out for that anger. And sure enough, he's like, yeah, yeah, sure enough. He goes to Charlottesville and gets himself in trouble. Not because he necessarily did anything wrong. Maybe he pepper sprayed people and you're not supposed to have pepper spray at this thing. I don't know. But the police did not do their jobs. And they did not separate the evil Black Lives Matter and the evil Antifa from the peaceful whites who had the uh, right to be there. They fought in court even to get the right to protest at Lee Park. General Robert E. Lee Park. I think they've taken down that Lee statue since then, just recently actually. But Christopher Cantwell was there and he got in trouble a lot of, and there was a whole bunch of division after that. The whites just splintered like crazy. A whole lot of backbiting. Not all of them were Christians, and the Christians, many of them seem to be doing okay, even though they are getting major attacks clamping down on them. It's a clamp down on the whites and the Christians, but some of them are atheists. And Christopher Cantwell, I don't know what he is. But Cantwell, he became what was called the crying Nazi because they had this warrant out for his arrest. But he said in that Vice documentary that he was just a normal, like, libertarian, basically, until he saw this Trayvon Martin thing, and this guy's obviously a thug, but the, the half of the country is going on the side of Trayvon Martin and pretending that George, white Hispanic George Zimmerman was racist. And so that's Black Lives Matter, and that's Trayvon Martin, the overreaction to Trayvon Martin from a 2012... Trayvon Martin was killed in 2012. And so for two years, this was brewing, and then Brenton claimed that he talked to Christopher Cantwell since 2014. And so, no, it wasn't Trayvon Martin. But yeah, because that's since before Brenton ever knew him. So that's interesting. What a mess. I'm going to cover this Reuters Antifa puff piece. It's a big, it's a huge double standard. They smear the whites as white supremacists, which is supposed to be a scary word. Doesn't even exist. Nobody even describes himself as a neo-Nazi, at least not nowadays. But they, they claim that the guy who drove into the crowd in the Charlottesville attack was a self-described neo-Nazi. I don't think he described himself that way. But Reuters doing a puff piece on this f- female Antifa girl, calling her a former Girl Scout, now a... American Antifa activist. From Girl Scout to Street Warrior. Wow, trying to make her look tough. Feminism, huh? Phony. Totally backwards world. Atheists in charge of... <laughs> of, uh... Christianity. 
and religion at a formerly Christian school. It's a big mess. Look at this woman. Not a normal person. She looks like she's white, but I don't know. Not on the inside. On the inside, she's rotten. A woman's journey from Girl Scout to anarchist street warrior. And she's ugly. Especially ugly on the inside. Rhodesia is now called Zimbabwe. Wow, it was named for Cecil Rhodes. Thank you, Asmodor. <laughs> Ragnar0321 says, Remember Russell Crowe torturing that black guy in L.A. Confidential? <laughs> I just recently watched that movie for the first time. L.A. Confidential. Terrible. Interesting. Uh, not only do Catholics claim that Mary is magically immaculate, a.k.a. Uh, what do you call that? A.k.a. perfect, but they believe she is the intercession between man and Christ. She femsplaining to Jesus? Wow, that is weird. That's a super chat from Lin Yen Chin. Thank you, Lin Yen Chin. I did not know that. Catholics. Some of them are nice, though. Some of them are solid people. But most of them are a mess. Same thing with Christians today. But anyway, first let me get to some calls. Let me get to William, a first-time caller from, I mean, a caller from California, not a first-time. You guys all know William. William, how are you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Doing fine. How are you? Uh, sorry, I missed you guys down there. I was about 15 minutes north of you in Modesto. It was really busy this weekend and hot. Oh, no worries. It was yeah. cut pretty yeah. short. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just like in Charlottesville, it appeared okay. to me to be a setup. Guys, we had the straight pride yeah. rally in, uh, in Modesto, California. California. Mm. And that was, it's like an hour and a half from, from Sacramento. Yeah, it's supposed, supposed yeah. to be about 100 degrees. And it was. It was. We, were, we were protesting against Planned Parenthood, so we were mainly protesting abortion, but it was also straight pride. Straight power. Right, and it was a beautiful <laughs> thing, man, because, yeah. you know, uh, look, look at this. I know Jesse was talking about the San Francisco mayor, London Breed, and everything. Yeah. You know, I, grew, I grew up in that neighborhood, and if anybody's never been to San Francisco, it's kind of off the hook, and it was kind of a fun place to grow up in in the 60s and 70s. It really was. Yeah. But, you know, but when you think of it now, it's all this gay stuff. But the the, the native San Franciscans, hardly none of them live, live there anymore, and it's a different atmosphere. Wow. Um, London Breed signed a bill, a ridiculous bill. Um, uh, transvestite, was that Tranny Pride Day? Oh, yeah, transgender something, transgender something. Yes. August transgender. Yeah. yeah, she did that the same weekend you guys did this. Yeah, we saw that. Tra- they're pretending that August is Transgender History Month in San Francisco. Right, right. Ridiculous. And before we go any further, I wanted to talk to you about something. Um, happy Men's History Month to you, too. Thank you, man. Yes, Men's History can Month. We get them, can we get, like, like 30 seconds of silence? Because, you know, my father was in the Marine Corps, and he passed away, and my mother was feeling some kind of way this weekend about 
what happened to the veterans out there. Oh, yeah. The soldiers in Afghanistan. She says, oh, my God, your father was in the Marines. He could have been out there. I says, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, easily, you know. And she said, Joe Biden is a mess. Yeah. And uh, we were riding in the car last night listening to your show a couple of days late. And somebody named Jeremiah mentioned me, and it was like, my father was like, are you talking about you? I said, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But uh, that's fine. Uh, she, she was, you know, she was like, Jeremiah, it sounds like a mess. Yeah. I said, yes. and I said, you know, what he's saying is it's ridiculous because she says, no, this is a child. And he's from Louisiana talking about California's a mess. Yeah, it is. It really is. But California... Being a mess is better than Louisiana any day. Right. Any day. And is he the second arriving of, of somebody we're supposed to know? I don't even know why people be sitting up there quoting stuff that they read out of these books that they don't understand. I can't thump a Bible. Yeah. Worth nothing. But, I, I, you know, I try to have a godly heart, you know, and... Um, I just feel bad about these families that got family members out there that won't be making it home. Yeah, I saw I saw one lady who claimed to be the mother of one of the victims of the Afghanistan supposed ISIS-K attack. Reminds me of Special K. It just sounds goofy. Mm-hmm. But 13 of our men and maybe women. It was, be, a, it there was, was a, one woman. It was a sergeant. Um, she, it was a girl. Uh, from up in the Sacramento area, uh, Marine, she died. Uh, it was like about 13 or 14 of them in a Navy SEAL. Yep. And you know, I think it's just kind of selfish that we, you know, some people have heard about it, but they don't really think about how deep it is. It's like Biden's new Benghazi. It's worse. Like yeah, it's it's honestly worse than Benghazi. Benghazi, I mean, if you think about it in terms of body count, Benghazi mm-hmm, killed mm-hmm. four Americans. Yeah. And yeah. this one killed... 13 plus 14? Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, I had, I had a cousin that, that the only thing he was looking forward to this weekend, while some people who are veterans still living, they're pretty old, and then you still got their widows. They were feeling some kind of way about this thing. What do you mean by feeling there. some kind of way? Pissed off. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, they don't, I mean, because they kind of kind of close. Military yeah. people are kind of close, you know. Of course. And it's like... They don't like that. And they said, wait a minute, we have never surrendered to no one. What is going on? And, yeah, you know, you know, but uh, happy men's month to you. And let's do a shout out to uh, Lewis Puller, the greatest Marine ever. Okay. 1898 and died in 1971, 37-year veteran of the United States Marine Corps. Most famous. All right. The most famous. You could put a picture of him up there. You know, we got to really push our history because our present time right now, if you look at every town, and I don't care if anybody gets offended, you look at every messed up town in, 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 in the United States right now, they're all ran by black women. Yeah. So is Black Lives Matter. So is Black Lives Matter. Who started that? A bunch of lesbian women. Yeah. Pretty sick stuff. They have sucked the father out of the community. What a shame. I appreciate it, William. Yeah. 
Thank you, you for the contribution. Me. Thank you for the contributions throughout this month. And good like morning that. to everybody. Lord Grimm, we touched bases for a minute, but it was a busy weekend. Lord Grimm, uh, good morning to Blazing Hogs and, and uh, Raymond Levin. Everybody's great. And even, even, even uh, what's his name, uh, Top Orco. Hey, I don't need to be going at that guy. I mean, his, his opinion is different than mine, and it's all good with that. Yeah. All right. Everybody has freedom. Think about that flag, everybody, and how much freedom you got. You even have the freedom to be stupid. Yeah. True. You know, so <laughs> this is a very good country. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Have okay, a good you one. Guys. All and right. vote Larry Elder. Yes. Vote for Larry Elder. It's coming we up shortly. We got a state shortly. to save. We got a state to save. Now let's tee off. Nice. All right. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Lex V says, I saw that Jesse and Hake were at the Straight Pride event on the weekend. Also saw a massive police presence and dispersal of the crowd after Antifa attacked people. It was a pretty wild sight. Curious if Hake has any further comment about the events of that day. Yes. Yes, I do. It was pretty wild. I have some more people who want to talk about it. Callers. But that was my third year there. I kind of knew that we needed to be watching out for Antifa. Fortunately, there were very few and on the opposite side of the street from where I was standing. And there were some Proud Boys and other people, looked like they were Proud Boys, over there across the street before Antifa or Black Lives Matter or the, or the uh, radical lesbians were, even showed up. They were there because they were basically sent across the street because one of them parked their truck in a place where we were told that we could park, and then they changed their mind, and so he had to park across the street. So they brought out this anti-pedophile flag. They said, no, pedophile is wrong, basically is what the flag said. Pedof- doing the pedophile thing is wrong. Can you tell us more about your gloves? <laughs> I wore gloves to make sure that I didn't get sunburn on my hands. <laughs> I knew it was going to be like 100 degrees. So I just covered myself entirely. <laughs> and then so I, tr- I crossed the street on the same south side of the street over there on McHenry Boulevard, right in front of the, in front of the Planned Parenthood that we were protesting because they were killing babies, especially black babies, but all babies. And then... I see the Proud Boys run off the rainbow people, the people with the rainbow flags. And it's not a real rainbow. It's the same-sex perversion stuff, transgender perversion, all this delusional mess perversion. And so they ran off. We're like, go home, losers. Walk away. Woke means you're a loser. Everything woke turns to blank. And then these black block guys show up where they're dressed all in black. Young looking, skinny looking, women and, women and males, females and males. And they go up confronting, looking for trouble against the Proud Boys. And you may have seen the clip. There was a clip that was put out we, uh, Jason Lee Peterson played it earlier, first hour, I think, of the, the radio show today. 
But you see them get going face to face. Not advisable. And before long, you see pepper spray going, you see blows being thrown, punches being thrown. I saw some of the Proud Boys throwing punches, and I think it was after the uh, pepper spray went out. One guy, it looked like, from what I saw in the video and then what I saw in person, too, he tackled the guy who was spraying the pepper spray. At least he had a spray can. Big old spray can. Might have been that bear mace stuff. And it was this big, stocky, bulky guy. One of the good guys. He tackled that guy, and then he ran back, and then right away he got arrested by the cops. They cuffed him and put him in the back of the vehicle police vehicle. He's the only person that I, whom I saw get arrested. No trees in Modesto? <laughs> very few, very few. Not enough. And so I see that guy. And then I see the uh, riot police roll up right after that. Bear Mace is yellow. Yeah, it was yellow. And then they say, oh, you're in a, this is now declared a, what is that thing? Unlawful assembly. You have to leave immediately. Leave the place. And so a whole bunch of people left, like, right away. <laughs> and JLP was taking his time. He had to talk talking to people, saying goodbye to people, giving the thumbs up to the cops. Cops gave a thumbs up to him and gave him more time to do his thing. We walked away, and the police formed a line and blocked off the thing. They had blocked off of maybe, like, three blocks with a big old couple of big old tractors. Big yellow tractors. And they had blocked off the streets leading up to it, too, with these huge concrete barriers. It's crazy. Like the concrete barriers that you see in between freeways. Wow. And so they were serious. The situation needed clowns, says Ma Ma Ma. Yeah, I agree with that. It was ridiculous. And so to me, it looked like a setup by the people who were in charge of the cops, meaning the Mayor, maybe the city council, maybe the whoever, the police chief, who's usually going to be a phony liberal politician or a rhino. It looked like a skit, says Emperor of Cats. Yeah. And so they ran us off and said, oh, you have to end. And so we were walking off and it was just before two. It was supposed to go from 12 to two. Went 12 to maybe 1.30. I don't know. But what a shame. What a terrible shame. The, that Modesto does not want to be associated with straight pride. They'd rather be as, associated with LGBT pride. This means not welcome, says Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I agree. And it's routine, actually, for these people, the phony politicians who are running cities and towns and stuff, and, uh, and uh, governors and the president and the phony politicians at the Capitol, and the phony police people in charge to take away people's freedom of speech by saying, oh, this is a risk of violence. A risk of violence. When in reality, they could have avoided the violence, keep the people separated. Over in L.A., when we, we used to have protests that were more palatable, pro-gun versus anti-gun, they would have would say you stay on this side of the street you stay on this side of the street and you don't cross the lines so they didn't do that 
And it wasn't advisable for the uh, people to be getting in the face of the Antifa people who were getting in the face of them. But uh, pe- when people are passionate and maybe a little uh, liquid courage, that's what happens. You fall into the trap and, and uh, shoot yourself in the foot. But it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Keep on, keep on trucking. Thank you, guys. Thank you to the Proud Boys who were there to protect the innocent from the evil attackers. Thank you to the people who made it happen. Thanks to Jesse Lee Peterson having me along. And uh, Nicolas, the producer, he was streaming. Yes, Tim Scott says, not to be confused with the rhino senator. This is Tim Scott, the based man. Says, be dispassionate. Yeah, be dispassionate and sober. And we'll be smarter. Cunning as serpents and innocent as doves, right? That's what Jesus said to be, I believe. So uh, we'll keep on pushing. It was still fun. I don't have any regrets. It was quite interesting seeing. (laughs) And it was a temptation, too. Samuel, the Mexican car wash boy, spoke about it in church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Check that out. Yesterday. Here in L.A., said, you have to not cave to the temptation to be angry. Don't be angry. Because some people were like, oh, F the police. Forget you guys. You guys are fascists. You're the tool of the, uh, you're the tool of the evil people. And yes, they are the tool of the evil people, but not all of them agree with it. And I would encourage people who are, are so inclined and capable, join the police. Yes, there's an attack on police. Or join the uh, hospital system because they're trying to purge the police, the military, the hospitals. They've already done it to the colleges. They're trying to purge the institutions, so-called institutions, of anybody decent. But you can be a light in a dark place. Maybe it's not for you, but maybe it is. I'm just saying that it, it may be right to do it. Join in there. Keep your head down. Be smart. Don't be spurgy and outspoken in a ridiculous way about your beliefs, about what's right. But be for what's right. And then you can um, help turn, work your way up, become a leader, or be a leader anyway. Be a leader even without having an office, right? And then we can win. We can continue to win. Nice. Let me get to Tony in California. He's a mess. He wants to talk about this straight pride event. It wasn't exactly a parade. What's up, Tony? How are you doing? Hey, Hank. How are you today, sir? Doing fine. Thank you. Wonderful. I seen y'all out there in Modesto, and I thought that was the biggest joke. And I mean, it was like, what, 60 people all total? And, I mean, why y'all can't get along? And, I mean, what's, what's up with all the violence? Because the whole time y'all was out there, y'all was waiting for violence. Not true. I mean, I mean, why? I Not one thing you said was true. You look in the mirror, first of all, Tony, and then you see the biggest joke. You're the biggest joke, Tony. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the violence, man. Why y'all always what violence? violence? What violence? Because y'all was like, well, we, we got the power boys there was out one here. Ins- there was one little scuffle, 
And you're talking about, oh, the violence. What a phony. And then then you had the the white guy that cussed his eyeballs out. Every third word word he said was a cuss word. Because he was angry. He was angry. I thought there was was Christians. I thought these were Christians out here. I don't know if he's a Christian or not, Tony. But everybody was welcome. And that man has the freedom of speech to cuss out the cops if he wants to. And the cops let him cuss. And there were some of our guys. Some of our guys told... Hold on, Tony. Some of our guys yeah, okay, told that guy to calm down. What, what happened with the guy who was cussing? If you guys are not familiar, right next to me, there was this man yeah. who was there. He claimed to be homeless. He claimed to be a father of two. He claimed that his wife was na- would be nagging him about his beliefs. But he, I guess his hometown was Modesto, according to him. He said, oh, this is my city. And he said... To the cops, because the cops came up to him and said, just to let you know, you have this bit large water bottle and we're not allowing large water bottles, something to that effect, right here in this, in this protest because it has been used, the, the idea is it's been used as a, as a weapon before. Well, nobody okay. around to hit anyway. And this well, guy starts you. cussing at the cops. And yeah, well, he was wrong to cuss you. at the cops, but he's frustrated at, at the situation. Okay. Why, why was he frustrated that the, the, the parade just started? Why are you all frustrated? He's frustrated because it's been a long time of clamping down on, on the decent people's rights when they let the Antifa and Black Lives Matter go out of control. So he's, okay. he's, uh, he's angry I mean, at the double standard. Antifa, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, I ain't seen no Black Lives Matter there. But oh yeah, they were there. They were, they were even there when yeah, they he were. was out there. Where was that? Across the street, way across the street. Yeah. Well, a bunch of women across the street. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Black oh Lives Matter God. is. A bunch of women. Oh, my. Oh, my God, man. You see, you, why, why you just can't have a, a straight up talk and be serious about it? I am serious. You're the one who can't I mean, be straight up and serious. I mean, but the thing is, then I, then I go to D.C. and I see us. Uh, I see 30,000 people out there having a, a, a rally. You can't no even count incident. that high. No. 30,000? No you counted all. them? No incidents at all. Not one incident in D.C. All black. You don't know all what you're talking people. about. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> it, it, it was on TV. I don't believe a word bro. you said. It was on TV yesterday. It wasn't on YouTube. It was on TV. Okay, because you know why? And, and you know no, why? And no because the mainstream no media incident. doesn't cover the violence of the evil people. And, and no incident. They say at it's all. mostly peaceful. They say it's mostly peaceful. It wasn't. No They're liars. Incident. None. But y'all got anyway, you don't know what like you're talking about, Tony. And y'all act a fool like that, man. What's wrong with you? I did not act any man? fool. Hey, what you got on? Why you got a coat and gloves on like it's, like it's 30 degrees outside? What's wrong with you? Because I didn't have a coat. I had a long sleeve shirt for, that was specifically that, for the that sun. Was, that, that was a, 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 a thick old uh, quilted shirt you had on, bro. No, it's not thick. It was specifically for the sun because the sun is my enemy. God hates me. And so he made oh, he made me so oh, that I get cancer. I'm allergic to the sun. <laughs> oh my lord! You, you can't have a little. So I'll stand. I'll stand out in the sun. Feet. I'll stand out in you the sun for two hours, dressed like that. And you stand out in the sun for two hours, dressed however you want. And we'll see how, be, who does better. I just, I, just, I just stand out in the sun with nothing on, and the sun won't bother me, brother. The sun loves me. I know, but the cops will because that's indecent exposure. It's very well, typical they, of of well, a see, they, they, of they, one they like you. Okay, there you go. I'm coming with no coat or no gloves, no Whatever. hat, no scarf. I mean, what's wrong with your skin, man? Ain't, I mean, ain't you human or you 
Oh, I forget. You're from the Caucasus Mountains. I forget. No, I'm not from the Caucasus Mountains. I'm from yeah, yeah, L.A. Yeah, yeah. No, you ain't from no L.A. No, I'm from yeah, L.A. You, no, you, no, you wish yeah, you were no, from No, no, I'm LA. from L.A. Yeah, okay. I was born okay, in West bro. Covina. Yeah, okay, okay. If you said so. But Speaking look at heat, hey, we who, need some AC. He, Turn on the AC, guys, please. And who is these guys called the ghost face? I, I, I understand like... I have no idea what you're talking about, Tony. You know who the ghost face is. Is it the same no, thing as the Proud Boys? They're Whatever. The same people at the Proud... 87 got locked up down there in Georgia. No Georgia idea what you're talking about, man. You know who the you know who the ghost face are? No, I don't. Those those are your people too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Hey, anyway, hey, man. You have, hey, stop hating, Hank. And show Back some love at you. to all people. And, and show some love to all people. And Back God at created, you. God created love, and He also created evil. Have a good day, bro. All right, you too. Later. What a mess. Jeff in Louisiana has comments on Tony from California. Jeff called in last week, and he couldn't contain himself. He cussed at Tony because Tony was so evil. So let me bring in Jeff in Louisiana. He has some comments about Tony. What's up, Jeff? Thanks for calling back again. How are you? Pretty good, man. Hey, how are you doing? Doing well. Thank you. Man, I said I missed, I missed my call. I tried calling before Tony got on to have a great day and think something else worse to say. I didn't hear what you just... I didn't catch... Can you uh, slow down for me, I'm man? Fa- yeah, man, I'm sorry I talk fast and mumble. I said, I missed my time. I said, I called before Tony. Oh. I told him to have a great day and not do it and then find something else racist to bitch about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tony's <laughs> ridiculous. Why, you wanted to talk to Tony? You didn't want to talk to Tony, did you? Dude, I didn't want to talk to him. I swear good. you fucking kind of on that one. <laughs> yeah, he's ridiculous. That AC man, feels really good. Thank you. Man, it's everything he calls in about. It's like, you know, Dude, I'm saying now, I've seen you show calling those certain topics that people heated and talked and discussed. Dude, no, at least stay on topic. Don't call in about. That's. You know, yeah, it, he jumps it's around. Like, it's like, so it's hard to follow. Well, well, it's not jumping around, man. It's just straight to racism. Right. <laughs> the, the white man's Hating evil. Whites. The white man's bad. The white man's everything, you know? Yep. Dude, if what for a white man would have to Put it this way. So I want to listen now. If it weren't for a white man, slaves would be free now if that was Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Think about that. Think yeah. about that. I know. I mean, you know, it, it's just, dude. No appreciation. Now, uh, Zero appreciation. Man, yeah, man, but I mean, it's, it's sad, but, you know, it's, man, it's just, everybody looks for somebody to blame, and guess what? We as white people are screwed. We have nobody to blame. We can't look at one person, one one, one group, and say, whatever it is, I'm, I'm not doing good. Well, that's a good thing. We should stay like that. We should stay so that we do yeah. not blame. Yeah, well, well, you know, my thing is, if I'm not making a living, I'm not, don't have a house and everything, it's on me because I'm too lazy to get off my ass and go to work or do a job or anything else. Yeah. No, man, that's, that's, and that's, that's a, that's a problem. People just don't, they don't take care of for themselves. They want to blame somebody else. Right. You know, it's easy, it's easy to say, well, 200 years ago, my long-lost ancestor was a slave. That's the reason they can't get no work. Yeah, it's no ridiculous. Work. doesn't even make any no, sense. No. The yeah, slaves themselves got somewhere sometimes. They got, their, they got their freedom, and they became slave masters sometimes. Or they exactly, be- dude, the, It's ridiculous. The, the, the first person, I can't think of his name right now, but the, third, the first person in America that owned slaves was actually a black person. Right. 
Anthony Johnson, right? Anthony, Anthony Johnson, Johnson, I do believe. Yeah, yeah, Anthony Johnson. Yes, it was. Yep. Man, I appreciate it, Jeff. It's silly. Tony's silly. And this whole black hating the whites because of this imaginary racism is silly. It's ridiculous. Don't let it get yeah, to you, man. Man, I don't let Bobby, man. Man, you have a great day, Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Happy okay. birthday to me. Thank you. Take care. So, guys, got some super chats to read. Someone gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report and said, Tony, who probably doesn't even like homosexuals, is trying to oppose JLP and Hake at all costs, a task proven too difficult for his logic. And Hydro gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hague Report and said, asked, does Tony suffer from mental retardation? I don't know. It is possible. He is a mess. Uh, Brandon M. points out that Ghostface Killer was a rapper. And I am familiar with that, with that name. But I never stopped to think about that. Is he saying that he's a white killer? Ghost face, like pale face? What, like what the Indians used to call us? Ghost face killer? Maybe. Let's go polar bear hunting. Like the blacks who do these, this knockout game. They called it polar bear hunting because they would knock out white boys, white men, white males, and females. Old people. Sometimes they would target other blacks or Jews or whatever. Jews are close enough to being white for blacks to, to hate anyway. What a mess. Let me get to Zach in Oregon. He wants to talk about the uh, former vice presidents who become presidents. What's up, Zach? How are you doing? I'm doing all righty. How about yourself? Doing well, thank you. Um, I remember calling, I think, around November time when... You know, the voting was happening. I think I told you about something I, I thought as a kid that I learned was different as an adult. I, I was trying to think of something similar, and I did, essentially where I thought as a kid that if you were president and vice president for eight years, then even the vice president couldn't go for presidency. I literally thought it was like almost like a, like almost like an oath to your country, like, I promise not to go for a higher power after being with someone at pretty much the same value if something happened to them. Interesting. Type of thing. So, in other words, then, we would not have had George Bush the daddy as president, nor would we have Sleepy Joe Biden as president, or any of the other correct. people who were vice presidents, and then, they be, and then they ran for president after being vice president for eight years. Interesting. Yeah, because... Yeah, because I was thinking as a kid that, like, um, pretty much what I'm seeing as with Joe Biden is he can literally bring the the what he had as administration for his boss before, and he's doing currently now. Yeah, so I figured that was like the loophole you could get back as a kid. So right. it's just like, oh, that actually you can actually do that. So it's like, oh, geez, they need to fix that. That's a fair point, and that is, in practice, that's what we're seeing. This is the Obama administration all over again, except worse, because the culture's oh, gotten yeah. even worse. And he's, he's appointing Jen Psaki. Says, Jen Psaki is an Obama person. He's appointed all these Obama people. 
all over again. Peppermint patty. Yeah. <laughs> and the so-called attorney general is the guy whom Obama wanted for the uh, Supreme for Court. Supreme judge. Yeah. Yeah. His, yeah, he's already terrible at his yeah. job now. And I couldn't, like, I don't even know what he did before, but it's just like he probably did a terrible job at it. <laughs> right. Bunch of liberals. Enemies of America. Interesting, man. Oh, definitely. Um, can I say a little bit of news for uh, William? I heard him call about the uh, Afghanistan troops, and I've heard some yes. news that I have literally heard of. No, I've heard of two people, Glenn Beck and Salty Cracker, and I wanted to just say it. Please. To let anyone. Okay, essentially what I heard was that there was ex-veterans and ex-Green Berets that went behind behind Biden's back to rescue a couple hundred uh, Afghan, you know, our, our American soldiers in yeah. Afghanistan. So it's just like, I've heard that like nowhere else. At the same time, I'm graveyard. So I'm, nice. I'm, I, I try to catch up to as much news as I can. So you may have mentioned it. I just made No, no, I hadn't it. mentioned that. I hadn't, I had not even heard it. Although I do, I would believe it because okay. I know that Glenn Beck himself <laughs> went over to try to help Christians become refugees in other countries. Christians in Afghanistan fly over to neighboring countries to be refugees there, and he helped. He flew over there to help facilitate that. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if there's some of our uh, former military who went back to try to help out over there uh, just as uh, private yeah, citizens. Far, That's cool. Yeah, as far as I know, uh, Glenn Beck tried sending a plane to help, but as far as I know, uh, what Glenn Beck was complaining about is, I guess, they're trying to bring, uh, like, they were trying to bring the refugees to, like, I'm I'm going to screw up the uh, country name. I think it was, like, Macedonia or something. Macedonia? The, the, yeah, the, uh, the ambassador that, that works for the house was trying to deny them. And so Glenn Beck was just like, house, stop, stop trying to stop us trying to help, you know, American refugees. So it seems right. like the state is... Still trying to, you know, screw our our soldiers, but uh, we do have patriots that are still looking out for other patriots out right. there. So don't don't lose all hope because, you know, every just an ounce of hope can bring light to anyone. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, I did hear that he that Glenn Beck was able to tr- transfer out like over five thousand Christian. Afghanistan refugees into neighboring countries, but he, you're right, he did, Glenn Beck being a, a so-called conservative host who's sometimes kind of a rhino, but he's like a, a nice Mormon guy who wants yeah, to help. Yeah, I mean, and he, uh, nice he said this, there, you're right, he, but we should accept that. He so. said the State Department were the primary people messing him up and anybody else trying to help, messing up the people who were trying to get people out in the right way. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, yeah, Zach. Exactly. Appreciate that. It's great to hear. Yeah, so no you work problem. you work the graveyard shift. Yes. Nice. And then you. Um, so think, are you still up? Or are you up early or what? Um, I'm. Well, I'm still up from 11 p.m. yesterday. Okay. So I'm. I'm. I just had a Red Bull. I'm probably gonna be up for a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've already gotten in trouble for trying to tell people the truth, essentially. But I think your what work? I do to get our. Oh yeah, I've already had my boss tell me not to talk about politics or about the jab uh, to people. So what I do is I listen to you guys yeah. talk about it. 
And then when people ask me, hey, what are you listening to? I didn't talk about it. They're asking me about it. I tell them. And that's my loophole around my boss. Yeah, well, make sure you be wise and smart and keep your keep your job if you Yeah, if no, you can. no, no. I, I want to keep my job. <laughs> but yeah. um, uh, yeah, I'm finding uh, loopholes, and he's not really around, and no one's really complaining. So Okay. <laughs> so, no, he, so he's not finding out. Well, take and care, the truth Zach. getting out there. Good. Thank you, man. Take care, man. Oh, yeah. All right. You have a good one. You as well. Bye. Wow. Let me quickly get to Lord Grimm in uh, Washington, D.C. Lord Grimm, thank you for holding, man. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Hey, can you hear me good? I can. I can hear you well. Thank you. Amazing. Happy Men's History Month, by the way. Indeed. Last two days and, uh, of Men's History Month. Yeah, man. And um, what a what a way to, uh, you know, end the Men's History Month week with the, you know, uh, straight pride um, uh, event. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was nice. That was nice, man. You know, and um, uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, you got people who get emotional and stuff like that guy, uh, Jeff, you know, when he got emotional with um tony you know I, you know I, I definitely feel where jeff is coming from but you got to try your hardest man you know not to let people get to you like that because what happens is if they can get you like that not only are you giving them life but that's a little bit beta-ish right <laughs> you know what i'm saying you don't want yep. nobody to, to 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 bring you to that point where you know pretty much you, you start to stoop down to their level as far as being a beta and stuff, man, you don't want to get down to that. So true. So Jeff, you know, just calm down, take it easy, man. You know, I know you into the truth and you want to get it out there. And you know, Tony is a little, little kid, just like Chuck, want to get under your skin and everything. But you just gotta, you gotta remain calm, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, gotta be strong. Show them, show, lead by example, and show them that you, that you above that, that you, you know, greater than that, you bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. That's try. good advice, man. Yeah, do the. Yeah, man, they, he should. Jeff, if you're listening still, do this silent prayer. Jesse Lee Peterson's silent prayer. Watch yourself. And, exactly, uh, man. Yeah. You'll get past that. But I, yeah, but I feel you, Jeff. I feel you. But yeah, hey, you know, I, you know, I really wanted to say something to Tony because I, you know, this dude Tony is a funny dude. Like, um, it's like I'm, I'm gonna kind of mimic him a little bit. He calls and he like, hey, what's going on? Hey, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was I was looking over the weekend and uh yeah I saw you guys and it's like he a little weasel trying to trying right. to tiptoe and it's like he does this every single time and what what it is is he try to he tries to find anything any little thing he can find to try to call you out on and I think it's just the most you know it's so hilarious it's like bro you do you do this all the time man you yeah. know what I'm saying and, and what do you like what do you think you're going to gain from this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, <laughs> and then the stuff you call him a man hake out on is just hilarious because it's dumb. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? You, you, you want, you want to talk about how he was dressed and all that, you know what I'm saying? Which has nothing to do with the cause yep. uh, at, at all. But that's what the devil does. They try to distract, you know what I'm saying? With, with simple, stupid things like that about how people dress and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you got people out there that were fighting for straight pride and, and not just straight fr- uh, pride, but, they were fighting for um, just truth in general, man. And, you know, I, I understand he couldn't see that because Satan is his daddy. But, you know, come on, bro. Find something better, man, to, to call us about, man, because you're wasting your time. Yeah. 
Fair and enough, man. Really, and that's all I really want to say, man. Take it easy. See you. See you. See you. Well, yeah. See you in the chat, and you know, have a wonderful rest of the day. All right, Lord Grim, appreciate you, man. Take care. Yes, sir. All right. All right. So, guys, we are at the top of the hour. Tony is an inbred. As a is as inbred as a Muslim from Islamabad, says Trump support 2021. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. But he's spiritually, he's inbred. That's for sure. Spiritually, he is twisted. I have more calls to get to. Mark from Santa Monica is coming up next. Jeremiah in Louisiana. Toronto from Oklahoma and the rest of the callers. Hang tight. There is one line open. 888-775-3773. But first, another... Christian song, supposedly, from the Knights of the New Crusade. This track, this song, is titled He Has Risen, and it's talking about Jesus. (laughs) Hope you enjoy it. I'll be right back in two or three minutes. Hang tight for the rest of Hour 2. Everybody's gonna have a real cool time He has risen Down in Galilee He did it for you And he did it for me He has risen Now he's doing fine Everybody's gonna have a real cool time This has to be parody. This, man, this song stinks. (laughs) Anyway. Tony is human trash, says Jordan Maxwell. Wow. 
Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that. There is one line open. Quickly, before I get back to calls, I saw this. It was retweeted by Ethan Ralph and Sticks and Hexenhammer, whatever his name is. Sticks Hexenhammer? Whatever. The far left, and I've told you they're far left, enemies of America, Reuters, Reuters, globalist, socialist, communist, anti-white, anti-Christian, misfits with a bad voice and out-of-tune instruments, <laughs> says Zubian Nut. I like the cover art theme, says DJ Onpa. Yeah, Reuters is evil, and I told you that they're far left. They're not middle of the road. They're not a reputable organization. They're reputably evil. Same thing with AP, Enemies of America, Associated Press. Reuters, this is, I saw this tweet. Anti-fascism is more than just punching Nazis in the face. An exclusive profiler of a former Girl Scout who is now an American Antifa activist. Well, first of all, American Antifa is a... Oxymoron, an oxymoron, because Antifa is specifically anti-American, anti-American. They consider America to be a fascist country. Oh, so deep, so deep, so powerful, this feminist woman with thick glasses, former triathlete, former Girl Scout. Anti-fascism is more than just punching Nazis in the face, says Nicole Armbruster. Antifa activist. No, Antifa rioter. An activist is not a rioter who attacks people. That is a terrorist. But Reuters is evil. And so they have this article titled, American Antifa, A Woman's Journey from Girl Scout to Anarchist Street Warrior. And the subtitle reads, In Donald Trump's presidency, the Antifa movement achieved a mythical status. Portraying portrayed by the former president, our real president, and his supporters as terrorists, because the media won't tell the truth about them. But terrorism, the definition of terrorism that I heard from the liberals, was violence in the name of politics, or trying to invoke terror in their political enemies. And that's all Antifa does. Punch Nazis in the face. So that's a dishonest Dishonesty number one from uh, Reuters. One Antifa activist's journey from college honors student to on-the-ground combatant. Trying to make this girl look tough. Offers rare insight into this far-left movement and its motivations. By Aram Roston. August 25th, 2021. And journalist Andy No tweeted, though, he follows the Antifa situation. He knows what's going on, oftentimes keeps up with what was going on. He tweeted about the uh, straight pride event in which an- the Antifa black bloc idiots attacked our decent people, and our decent people fought back, and one of them got arrested. Nicole Armbruster, says Andy No, independent journalist, liberal, but independent, openly incites violence and has ongoing violent charges related to assault. This is a dangerous woman who should be covered without glorifying or legitimizing her violent extremist beliefs. Yeah. Fair enough, Andy, no. But no, they have all these photographs of this woman. Like she's such a wonderful person. She has a mission. 
From an early age, Nicole Armbruster said she was drawn to protest. Her activism has challenged the far right and led to multiple arrests. Not that she got the far right arrested, she got herself arrested. Because she's, she even attacked Jack Posobiec. And look, they have a photograph of her as a, as a little Girl Scout flag bearer. The activist is a child activist. Marching in Brownies Parade. Brownies is the Girl Scouts, right? Little girls. And I don't think this is a normal little white girl, little white Christian girl. I don't think so. She was born to a well-off family in suburban New York. What's that tell you? <laughs> Red flag. Professor Kenneth Gould, a sociologist now at CUNY, SUNY, Brooklyn, City University of New York, Brooklyn, was on the faculty and recalls her as a sharp student and a far-left progressive. Her honors thesis focused on organizational structures of protests against the free trade agreement. Ridiculous. Her seeds of her dissent were planted early when she learned about World War II and Hitler's Germany as a child. She developed a revulsion for Nazis, fascists, and the state wrongdoing. My family is from Germany, she said, and you learn all the horrible things. Or maybe Armbruster said that. I don't know. Maybe that was the uh, other guy. She first witnessed protest violence 20 years ago when she joined a demonstration in, how do you pronounce that word? Ottawa? Ottawa? Ottawa, I think. Canada, right? Against the free trade agreement of the Americas, or area of the Americas. Police just opened up front with tear gas. What a mess. She was more angry than scared. She trained in martial arts, fitness, emergency medicine. Wow. Snakes. She marched in 2007 against a KKK rally at Harper's Ferry where that terrorist, John Brown, but that's not how Antifa describes this terrorist, John Brown. Abolitionist John Brown launched an armed attack against slavery. No, against innocent people. He was a terrorist against innocent people. A year later, when the National Socialist Movement marched toward the Capitol flying swastikas, Armbruster said she joined other leftists in protests. And so it has all these pictures of her hugging a dog and being at a trailer. Being pathetic. Participating in this uh, fight against, fight for climate change. Ridiculous stuff. Evil woman. Total phony. Uh, But they're treating her like, oh, they're humanizing her. And smearing Trump. So she doesn't have an aversion to Nazis. She has an aversion to America, to Americans. And she hangs out with this old man named Jesse Schultz, Schultz, who uh, says violence is needed when confronting foes sometimes. (laughs) 2017, she was at the Charlottesville thing. She was in a long-term relationship, so she was staying out of the trouble because her boyfriend is like, oh, don't get in. Don't get in trouble. No more arrests. And she had the dumb run-in with the, with the Proud Boys. Hugging a dog like a nice little girl. So phony. That's Reuters for you. And they say, oh, she was getting kicked in the chest as a 120-pound girl. You shouldn't have been fighting them. 
you try to fight like a man, you get, you get uh, self-defensed against like a man. What a phony. A hater of Trump, a hater of America, a hater of decency. And that's Reuters for you. Supporting evil. Ridiculous. And I don't think she's a Christian. The next Karate Kid, <laughs> says Nordic Frost. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I never, I never watched it. I just remember they did a, they did a, um, a movie with a female Karate Kid. <laughs> it's all about Danielson. Anyway, guys, let me get to another call. I got to get to Mark in Santa Monica, California. Mark, thanks for holding. What's up? Happy Men's History Month to start with. Thank you, man. And real quick, uh, Mr. Hake, I just want to say this. This isn't what I call for, but just a little tip. Whenever that dopey guy calls and greets you in Spanish, I think you know who I'm talking about, the dummy. Earl? When he Yeah. I mean, his name isn't even worth mentioning, but the next time that dope calls uh-huh. and, he, uh, and he greets you in Spanish, you, this is what you ought to tell him. Okay. If you want to get on this show and you want to talk crap, state your question in Spanish or get off my show. <laughs> I'd put this. No, I would. I wouldn't play around. With yeah. that. I don't know why you give that clown so much time. It's your show, but he offers nothing but his hatred for the white man. He hasn't called in over a month. Two seconds. Oh, I guess. Is that he, right? I, yeah, it's been it's been a long time. You may have heard Tony Good. from Tony from California who. Could easily be confused for Earl because he's so such a joke of a person too. But does uh, he greet you in Spanish? No, he doesn't. Only Earl oh. does, and it's been it's been. I don't think he's. I don't know if he called in during White History Month, but I don't think he called during Men's History Month. I guess he felt since well, it's thought, Men's History Month, he's not welcome to call because he's not a man. That's true. Some people that's speculate true. he may be dead. I don't know. I really don't know. Some he's disappeared yeah. for weeks on end before, so maybe he'll call back. Has the uh, witch that wanted me arrested called back, Maisie? In fact, she is on the line right now waiting to talk to me. Well, okay. Um, well, I'll make it quick. Not that I want to show her any she, respect. I don't know Keep if she... Waiting. I don't know if... She did say that, but then she she clarified by saying what was could be a fair point, that if you're angry, you do something foolish, and you're headed to get yourself arrested because people who who get angry, uh, end up doing foolish things and getting themselves in trouble in some form or other. So yeah. that was well, a fair I point, I guess, by her. Well, not to have me arrested. Yeah, I, mean, I know. That, um, anyway, the uh, real reason I called, William called the first caller today, Yeah, and he mentioned uh, the Marine Chesty Puller, and Chesty Puller was an outstanding patriot. I would say Chesty Puller and General Edwin A. Walker of the Army. He was the one that Lee Harvey Oswald tried to assassinate before he killed Kennedy. They were two outstanding patriots. They would make uh, mincemeat out of Millie and Austin, the affirmative action idiot. Wow. Edwin Edwin Walker and um, Chester Pulley were probably two of the greatest patriots to ever serve in the Marines and the Army. Both men were on board with endorsing Rockwell if he had run in 1972. He was wow. killed before that. 
Yeah, they were they were ready to endorse him. Remember, Commander Rockwell was going to drop the swastika, and that's when these guys were going to come on board because he was the Trump of his day. Okay. He just never got the publicity. So but, he was uh, going. Yeah, you said he was. You said that um, Rockwell, George Rockwell, George Lincoln Rockwell was going to. He was going to quit using the swastika. Is that what you said? Yeah, that was in his book. He wrote about it. He had to use the swastika to get publicity, right? Because otherwise, otherwise they wouldn't pay attention. And that was the only thing he could use to get the attention. But once he came to power, he would drop the swastika and use the American eagle. And don't forget, he killed more more Germans in World War II than any of these bozos that call themselves Antifa, right. or any of the dummies that call your show that hate me and hate the white race. And as far as that dingbat that Reuters is uh, giving credit to, this dog lover or right. her claim to fame, yeah, she was a Girl Scout or whatever. Yep. She's the scum of the earth, and it's people like her. Um, they're really not anti-fascist. They're anti-white. Yeah, They're against the white race. I don't care what she calls herself. She's anti-white. That's what their whole movement is based on. Yeah. And I would like to And the reason that they're anti-white is because they're anti-what's right. She's, That's right, exactly. She, the hatred got into her. They're anti-Christian, yep. anti-white, anti-straight male. Yeah. Um, do you believe that fascism, so-called fascism is nothing more than nationalism? Aren't they the same thing? It sounds like it. <laughs> the way that they describe it, it sounds like the same thing. Because they're, no, calling, they're calling America a fascist country. They want no USA at all. So, so I guess they're anti-American. They're, they're, well, they are. But, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're more communist than they are anarchists, though, because... I mean, they are kind of anarchists, but they're for communism. They're for lies and hatred and mama spirit. Uh, one Bible go to guy told me that communism is not just about lying; it's also about seduction, seducing people, and that is so female. And that's what that's what communism is. It's a female mindset, and that's what these Antifa people have—a female mindset. Well, what I heard was back, you know, when they had the. Uh, the 1% movement or whatever they called it, you know, about oh, 15, 20 years ago. We are the 99% that Occupy Wall Street idiots. Those grew, that those creeps. Yeah. Well, what I heard, they, they amongst them were anarchists. Yep. And from what I heard, after President Trump uh, got elected, the scum of the earth, Antifa, um, worked with the anarchists together. They kind of unified. Yeah, with the uh, to make their numbers larger. Right. They're all scoundrels. Yeah, and I believe you know I wish we could allow for open season on these people because <laughs> the police aren't going to protect us, and the FBI yeah. sides with Antifa. So right. I'm not advocating for murder. All I'm saying is we should be allowed to protect ourselves from these scoundrels and cowards that hide in black masks, right. and instead. I saw. I listened a little bit to Jesse this morning. He said that uh, the cops didn't come out until after you guys started to, or I don't know about you, but whoever started to reacting to these communists with the bear spray and whatnot. Yeah. And that one guy tackled the creep. Yeah. And then the cops came in. Yeah. Then they made their themselves present. They. they so, it's like they were. It's almost as if the people who were in charge of the cops. We're in cahoots with the Antifa people. Okay, you come out and attack them. They'll attack back. It'll be a fight, and then we can declare an unlawful assembly. It's basically a setup. It felt like a setup like that. It's total speculation, sure. but, but it's, it's quite plausible. 
They didn't want the, they didn't want straight pride to be associated with Modesto, California. They like degeneracy. They prefer degeneracy because that's keeping well, the false peace. Well, what is Modesto? I, what, what kind of a town is it? I've it's, never been there. It used to be a fairly conservative town, but it's, you know, ev- everything has slidden downhill, meaning into hell. And it used to be that this type of thing would take place in San Francisco, California, or maybe Sacramento, some bigger city that's political and all the degenerates congregate in the cities. But now the degeneracy is so big that it's expanding into the, they're invading into the suburbs, our beautiful suburbs. And so Modesto is basically a suburb and it has uh, gone into hell. Well, has it been invaded by the third world? A little bit, yeah, I would say so. Lots of Hispanics and um, a whole lot of just degenerate people. I wanted to ask you before I forget, not to jump around here, but did you happen to see Maria Bartiromo's show yesterday no, on Fox? No, I did not watch that. She re- well, she had Larry Elder on, and she had Newt Gingrich from the previous week. Uh-huh. Where he was saying that this is going to be the biggest fraudulent recall in American history. Wow. If Felder doesn't win. And Larry came on. They showed a clip, a repeat of what Newt said the previous week. But they brought Larry on to react. And Larry Elder said he is concerned about cheating. And uh, right. he said he's hired lawyers to do things, to check things out. Do you think this will be a fair election? <laughs> Not if they can help it, because they... I mean, it's already not fair. You have the mainstream media um, doing hit pieces on Larry Elder, which is, which is hugely uh, in favor toward, toward subverting the election. So already it's not fair. It's not a free and fair election because they have the, the masses brainwashed to believe in this fake racism thing. But Did you happen see- to see Larry's interview with the LA Times? I didn't mean to interrupt. No, but- I did not. I have not seen that. Oh, God, he tears into him. I mean, he makes fools out of the L.A. Times. Nice. <laughs> but, but what were you going to say? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, I was just saying that it was, it's just, they're not honest people who are running California. That's what scares me about yeah. this election. Well, we'll, we'll see what voted, happens. You know. Yeah, we'll see yes. what happens. There's a, there's okay, a, main, God bless you. Hold on, sir. One, one guy wants to mention something to you. Uh, Maine okay. Franken over there on Trovo.live says Rockwell did not shoot any Nazis. He was not in Europe. He was, uh, he served in the Pacific Theater, according to, according to this guy. Well, if you read his biography, uh, you'll see that he was in World War II. He killed Germans. He was a Navy commander. He was a fighter pilot. And he was in Korea. In uh, Korea as in well? His, at the yeah, well, at the end of he he joined in nineteen uh, oh gosh, what year? Sometime in the thirties, in the late thirties, uh-huh. and he was he was due to get his uh, pension in around nineteen sixty. Or I think he joined in forty one. I'm sorry, he dropped out of Brown University in forty one to join the Navy, and uh, at, at that time we were in we were fighting the Germans and the Japs. But right. he was a Navy, he was a fighter pilot fighting Germans, and after World War II, he went to Korea. So World War II, Korea. So during World War II, he wasn't fighting against Japan. He was. I'm sure he was there, but he also fought the Germans. Okay. Uh, he, he he didn't just fight the Japanese. 
he did fight the Germans, and it was all <laughs> the same access powers, but he was discharged about less than a year before his retirement, where he would have had 20 years because oh, right. of his political views. Yeah. Because of it. But he was a patriot all the way. And right. again, uh, Walker, Edwin Walker, and the um, and Chesty Puller were ready to support him. Okay. Well, thank you, man. So, uh, Maine Franken. Maine Franken doesn't think that that's true, but whatever. It doesn't. It's that's not. It's not the main point of of what he was about. Appreciate it, Mark. Take care, man. God bless you. Bye bye. Well. All right. Interesting. A couple of more super chats. Lin Yen Chin over there on Trovo.live with a colorful chat. Know why intellectuals prefer debate over conversation and fellowship? They can only maintain emotional stability when feeling proud of the scripture they thump in hopes of dominating others like mama did to them. Debate is pure mama drama that solves nothing. Interesting, Lin Yen Chin. He also says that anarchists was a catchphrase, catch-all, media term in the late 1800s to mid-1900s that was used as terrorist. Terrorist. Most anarchists from history were socialists. Interesting. Well, thank you, guys. Let me just double-check the Streamlabs. Thank you for the support, all. Someone and Hydro and Richard TX and someone and someone and Rock Climber. Thank you, guys. Very nice. Man, I'm torn. Okay, let me get to this atheist leader guy before I get back to calls. Lines are full, guys. This is kind of a joke. It's ridiculous. It's a representative. It's representative. Didn't just happen. It's representative of the decline of America. This is from the New York Slimes. The new chief chaplain at Harvard University? An atheist. The failing New York Slimes. And it's this goofy guy who looks like he could be a so-called Christian youth pastor or, or Christian university dean of God stuff. Harvard University. Organization of chaplains. Unanimously elected its next president. An atheist named Greg Epstein. Epstein, who takes on the job this week. This was a report from the other week, right? Mr. Epstein, 44, age 44, author of the book Good Without God, which does not exist. He's just a female-minded liberal who thinks that he knows what good means. He will coordinate the activities of more than 40 Four zero university so-called chaplains. Harvard University used to be a Christian university, but now it has Christian, Jewish, Hindu, Buddhist, and other so-called religious and anti-religious communities, so-called communities on campus. This is a quote said from Mr. Epstein. Greg Epstein. There is a rising group of people who no longer identify with any religious tradition, but still experience a real need for conversation and support around what it means to be a good human, a good human, and live an ethical life. Epstein was raised in a Jewish household, of course, and has been Harvard's humanist, humanist chaplain. I know a bunch of dumb scientist people who are secular, and they are humanist since 2005, teaching students about the progressive movement, 
that centers people's relationships with one another instead of God. And again, his election was unanimous. Maybe in a more conservative university climate, there might be a question like, what the heck are they doing at Harvard having a humanist to be president of the chaplains, which are supposed to be religious, Christian, mainly Christian. But they're kissing up to the Hindus and Jewish and Buddhist and others too. Margaret Hammerstrom, the Christian scientist, Christian scientist, the cult. It's completely different from Christian. She's the Christian scientist chaplain, Margaret Margaret? I'm assuming it's a she at Harvard. But in this environment, it works. Greg is known for wanting to keep lines of communication open between different faiths. A faith doesn't have a communication. People do. Dozens of students, Mr. Epstein mentors, have found a source of meaning in the school's organization of humanists, atheists, and agnostics. Of course, this is from the New York Slimes, which is anti-Christian, anti-American, anti-what's right. They kiss up to commies. They are commies. Kiss up to blacks, too, by the way. Uh, Listen to this. It reflects a broader trend of young people across the United States who increasingly identify as spiritual, which they don't define because they're liberals. They don't have a definition of that because it doesn't mean anything. But religiously non-affiliated. The trend is especially salient at Harvard. A Harvard Crimson survey of the class of 2019 found these students were two more times twice as, as likely to identify as atheist or agnostic than 18-year-olds in the general population. A once Christian university, Harvard University, now it's a bunch of atheists. What a shame. Of course, that's why they're liberals. Greg's leadership isn't about theology, says Charlotte Nickerson, age 20, electrical engineering student. It's about cooperation between people of different faiths, bringing together people who wouldn't normally consider themselves religious. We don't look to a god for answers, says evil Epstein. We are each other's answers. What a lie. And it's typical of the, of the dumb atheists who don't, none of, not one of them thinks for himself or herself. Usually it's herself. Female mindset, right? To say, oh, I don't look to a god. Pretending that there is more than one god. What a phony. Some of the students drawn to his secular community are religious refugees, people raised in observant households who arrive at college seeking spiritual meaning in a less rigid form. Adele Goldenberg, age 22, grew up in the Hasidic Jewish community in Brooklyn. She was told she could not attend college. That would have been a favor for her. In preschool, she was asked what she wanted to be. A bride. She wanted to be a bride. Wow. Good luck with that happening now. When she turned 19, she applied to Harvard in secret and fled the community. Must have been an empty community, not fully. Non-religiosity is on the rise far beyond the confines of Harvard, the fastest growing religious preference in the country. See, they admit that it's a religion to be an atheist. According to Pew Research, more than 20% of the country identifies as atheist, agnostic, or non-religious, called the nuns, N-O-N-E-S, including 4 in 10 so-called millennials. Four in t- 40% of people my age, Chris's age, a little bit younger too, are uh, atheist, agnostic, or non-religious. Non-religious is completely different from atheist or agnostic, though. 
Anyway, what a mess. Religious refugees. <laughs> 106, says Brandon M., of the first 108 universities and colleges were started by Christians. Yep. Phony. A phony world. And they're pushing the transgender madness on, on kids and all that stuff. And they think it's better now? Oh, this is better. We're relating to each other. So fake. You know, hang tight, callers. First, let me get to Steve, a first-time caller in Covina, California. He has a comment on a vaccine bill that's come in the works, I guess. What's up, Steve? Hey, James. Uh, happy Men's History Month to you. Thank you. Happy Men's History Month to you as well. Appreciate you calling. Thank you. Hey, I real quick, I just wanted to get to uh, two bills that are being uh, rammed through the legislature right now. In, in the state this, of California. Uh, state of California. Yeah. Uh, California Assembly and Senate. Uh, they're using this really uh, low-down, dirty trick called a gutted amend, which is you basically take an existing bill that's gotten to the finish line, near the finish line of the of the voting process through the Assembly, and then they completely change it to something else. And wow. now they're trying to get, get these uh, vaccine or shot mandates uh, in prior to the recall election on September 14th. Wow. Uh, there, there's two bills, and I uh, just so you know, I sent, uh, sent you some information on them uh, to your email. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, AB 455 and AB 1102 are the bills. Um, so it was, if someone looks it up and says, hey, there's a, this is a transportation bill, well, that's what it was. Uh-huh. The, the 1102 was a telephone medical advice service bill. Well, now it's uh, regarding a vaccine mandate. Wow. Uh, to, for, to get the shot. So this Shenanigans. Is, for California citizens, uh, uh, residents, this is a big, very big deal because obviously they're afraid that Larry Elder or someone else, or hopefully it's Elder, uh, it's going to get in and Newsom's going to be recalled. So they're trying to get this in. These would go into effect if, if passed on November 1st. Wow. So that, you know, that's, this is not much time uh, away. Yeah. But basically, uh, AB 455, just real brief, uh, it, it basically, if you want to enter into the, enter the indoor facilities of an establishment, you have to show proof to an employee or authorized agent of the establishment that the person has been vaccinated against COVID-19. <laughs> that's, that's, and that joke. would make all, all businesses um, you ha- become the Gestapo of the state. Right? Yeah. Because, um, so that's, that's evil. Uh, 1102 goes further and says it, it makes it legal so employers make it a condition of employment. So that you can basically say, okay, uh, James Hake has a business. Now, if you if you say if you don't have the vaccine, you can't work for me, and yeah. then I would have no recourse. I would have no re- recourse against you because it's legal. Uh, and also, and, you, and someone says, hey, well, I'll take the two jabs, and I'll be fine. Well, 1102 includes boosters, so it says there's a provision that says specifies that employers may require booster shots that are re- recommended by the CDC. Wow. Um, so it's not just your two jabs and you're done. It could be endless, right? Because you, you just right. don't know how many, boost, of how course. many boosters are this, the CDC 
Fauci and all the evil minions are going to say you have to have. So this is endless. Um, so this is something that I'm recommending all, uh, even, even if you're a resident of California or even those that are in other states, and you're going to say, oh, you, you know, stupid Californians, uh, you know, tough for you. Yeah. Well, let me give you two, two reasons why everybody in the country uh, should pay attention to this. Reason number one, come into a state, a county, or a city near you. Uh, you can read the text of these laws. They're, they're public. And guess what? Other states in the union are going to be trying this. Right. So if you don't want this to come to your state, you don't want California to lead the way in this evil. And two, second reason, we've already had a California exodus over the last few years. This would create California Exodus 2.0. So if I you're a resident so. of Texas, uh, Texas or Florida, and you don't want more Californians coming to your state, well, guess what? You don't want to see this passing in California because people will leave. Uh, people will have to because they won't be able to work or they, or they won't be able to go to a, a, a ball game or a movie theater. So this is, this is a big deal. Uh, I encourage all of your listeners uh, either residents or non-residents of the state of California to get involved uh, and, and call your assembly person and your senator and basically say, no, this is a line in the sand. Uh, Appreciate this, that, me, man. This is a uh, for me, this is a line in the sand. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, we just have, we have no more freedom. We were we were the subjects of the state that can they can tell us what we have to inject in our bodies. So you're yeah. not you're no longer a free you're no longer a free person. They and you you're right. They call it gut and amend. He's talking about yes. AB four fifty five and AB eleven o two, which was supposed to right. be uh, a telephone medical advice services bill in February. And this assemblyman, Evan Lowe, a Democrat from Palo Alto, used gut and amend to strip and replace the entire contents of the bill. Dishonesty. Right. And thing. then assembly, a female assemblyman, Buffy Wicks, a Democrat from Oakland, was going to use gut and amend to convert AB 455 from a transportation bill to one creating a, the so-called vaccine mandate. Wow, what a disgrace. Right. Appreciate yeah, you terrible. coming in with this. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, just got to get the word out, uh, and and basically, I just encourage everyone: email, call your friends, and just encourage them to contact their local representatives. Yeah, um, and, and and basically, just say no. This is and not a not a we're not requesting. This is a demand. And, right. And I, I'm I have two I have two female assemblymen or one assemblyman and uh, a senator, two sisters that are out in my area. Wow. And, it, they're they're wicked. Um, yeah. But I'm I, I'm going to go request to meet with them face to face, and just say this I'm this is a demand. This is not because if you're going to vote yes in this, we have to then try to get you out of office. I mean, yeah. It's just of course. There's no there's no other alternative. So I really appreciate the uh, taking my call, James. I just wanted to get that out there and and just encourage others to to stand up. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate you, man. Happy Men's History All right, Month. Thank you, James. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Wow. What a disgrace. Did you hear? You guys heard about that Michael Bird guy? The black one? <laughs> He's a total joke of a person. He is a affirmative action, I say. That's my speculation. That he's an affirmative action 
Capitol Police officer who left his gun in the, in the bathroom, his Glock. And he came out of the closet on NBC News saying, I'm the one who killed Ashley Babbitt, and I saved countless lives. <laughs> okay, buddy. Like Ashley Babbitt or anyone behind her who didn't kill anybody all the way up until then would have suddenly killed countless people. Countless because he can't count, somebody said. <laughs> Lieutenant Michael Byrd. Well, I'm not the only one who had issues with what this guy was saying. Jonathan Turley, that liberal George Washington University professor, raised some questions about statements that he made, and the media has ignored the questions about the propriety of the shooting. Because they don't care. It was a Trump supporter. It was a decent person who got killed. It wasn't a black criminal. It wasn't a poor, innocent black victim who was resisting arrest. It was so phony. The people were celebrating that Ashley Babbitt, a uh, Air Force veteran, I'm wearing an Air, a United States Air Force t-shirt. Not that I was in the Air Force. My father was. She was an Air Force veteran. You know, women getting in the military. Her husband, her widower, I should say, was on Tucker Carlson of Fox News late last week. And there, uh, Terrell Roberts, I think, is the name of the... Is it Terrell Roberts, the lawyer who's representing Ashley Babbitt's surviving family? I think so. Attorney, let's see. I think so. Terrell N. Roberts, the third. Yeah. Saying it, she was wrongfully shot. Is the person a... Th- a threat justifying is the person a threat justifying the use of deadly force. You don't get to shoot someone for being an unarmed trespasser during the riot. In the case of Babbitt, she was unarmed as far as we know, hadn't attacked anyone, was standing outside the door with multiple other officers who she had not attacked or hurt. She was climbing through a window when she was shot, not physically threatening Bird or others. DOJ was not saying that Bird was clearly justified, and say, instead they said that he didn't have a bad purpose behind his actions. But the feds protected their own, both the Capitol Police and the corrupt Department of Justice. He said, I have, I have long expressed doubt over the Babbitt shooting, which directly contradicted standards on the use of lethal force by law enforcement. But what was breathtaking about Bird's interview was that he confirmed the worst suspicions about the shooting and raised serious questions over the incident in reviews by the Department of Justice and most recently the Capitol Police. Some of us familiar with the rules governing police use of force raised concerns over the shooting. Those concerns were heightened by the DOJ's bizarre review and report, which stated the governing standards but seemed to brush them aside to clear Bird. The DOJ report did not read like any post-shooting review I have read as a criminal defense attorney or law professor, says Jonathan Turley, who's a liberal. Appears on Fox News all the time. The DOJ statement notably does not say that the shooting was clearly justified. Instead, it stressed the prosecutors would have to prove not only that the officer used force that was constitutionally unreasonable, but that the officer also did so willfully. Remember that woman who uh, shot that guy who was a 20-year-old like drug dealer guy? 
over in Louis. What was that? That was in this, in like St. Louis area. Shortly after George Floyd, Georgia, Florida. She's all taser, taser, taser. Pff, oops, <laughs> and Sean killed him. Honestly, she would have been justified shooting and killing him because he was driving a a uh, dangerous machine, a deadly weapon known as a car, trying to get away. And he would have been happy to run over the cops. He wouldn't care. Not my kin. It seemed to simply simply shrug and say that the DOJ could not believe it could prove a bad purpose to disregard the law and evidence that an officer acted out of fear, mistake, panic, misperception, negligence, or even poor judgment cannot be established by the high level of intent. Even if it was fear and poor judgment, too bad. They're not going to go after him. So he went to that Lester Holt, that black guy who took over after... One of you guys told me that guy's name who was li- caught lying on NBC News. And so he had, to, he had to go. I'm blanking on his name again. Whatever. But NBC got that thing. Bird described how he was trapped with other officers as the chants got louder. And what sounded like hundreds of people outside that door. That's fair. You didn't know what happened, but this is phony. And it's quite typical, honestly. Studies have shown that black and Hispanic officers are more likely to shoot an unarmed suspect errantly than white. And that's a fact. But there are more white officers, so they go after the whites more. What a shame, because it's been an attack on whites. What a joke. Did you hear that Chase Bank closed the credit cards of General Flynn? I saw that on, uh, citing reputational risk. Ridiculous. And that's according to International Business Times. Mike Flynn, this former national security advisor of our real President Trump, was flagged as a reputational risk by Chase Bank in a letter allegedly sent to the three-star general. Surfaced on social media. So it's according to reports. It's like a rumor. But it's reported by the International Business Times. He twice pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI. Oh, yeah, that was a scam, too. What, is, what a terrible mess. Flynn, the nationalist, who, loved, who loves the country and never turned on Trump, by the way. Even after people felt that Trump turned on him, he never t- turned on Trump. An honorable man. I think. Regina Hicks shared the letter allegedly sent, one Regina Hicks, whoever this is, saying, sent to Flynn announcing that they would be closing his credit card September 18th, 2021. This is not the first person. It's just the most, the most well-known person who's had his bank accounts uh, shut down or credit cards or whatever. Ridiculous. Pretty evil, huh? It's an attack on Americans. I got to get to Jeremiah in Louisiana. He might have a Men's History Month contribution. Let's find out. What's up, Jeremiah? Thank you for holding. <laughs> What's up? Nothing much. Uh, happy Men's History Month, man. Thank you. I do have a Men's History Month uh, contribution. Go for uh-huh. it. We all, we all know you Edomites like uh, Alexander the Greek. Or y'all like to say the great, how he, uh, his expedition, I guess, you know, 
resulted in a lot of uh, a lot of land he conquered, right? Go on. Uh, you know, and it also says that, like I said before, um, after his death, his predecessors put on put on the crowns themselves. So did their sons. After them, many years and evils were multiplied in the earth. But that's neither here nor there. I was talking about uh, Alexander the Great. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah, how he, you know, how he took over, uh, how he, how he basically defeated uh, King Darius of the Persians and Medes, and his predecessor, which uh, I believe it was Antiochus, surnamed uh, Epiphanes. Um. He took over, and when he took over, you know, Men's History Month, Jeremiah is for America. Let's talk. Let's talk about Americans. This is this is. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I know you heard of the the movie Three Hundred. I've only heard of it. I've never seen it. You never seen Three Hundred? Nope. Dang. Yeah. I thought you were. I thought you were a a true Edomite. No, uh, I'm American. Okay, well, I'm not an. I'm not an Edomite. I'm an. Yeah, I'm an American. American, white American, Edomite, same thing. Oh, Y'all okay. come from in your imagination. You know, in your delusion, in your delusional imagination. Fine. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't really have one of for America unless you okay. want to talk about like the thirteen colonies or something like that. I just want to talk about Alexander the Greek. Oh, okay. So now, no worries, I'm man. American. I understand. I understand your confusion. I have, so it has to. So it has to be an American. I mean, American, ideally, uh, because nobody knows what you're talking about with this Alexander the Great thing. Some I, people, I some people know who Alexander the Great was, but you're call, calling in talking about some random stuff that it's hard. No, it's really hard to follow. Alexander, and then you're, and then, and then, then you're not the best. You're honestly not the best at communicating. I was actually talking about Alexander the Great, how he took over a lot of land and how his predecessors ruled after him. So it was about Alexander the Great. Willie Palomino says you're low energy today. Yeah, kind of. I just want to talk. I wanted. To, I had another question for you, but I guess Nick didn't want me to ask it, so I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't yeah. Ask if it. if Nick didn't want you to ask it, that's fair. I, I'm glad you respect that. Yeah, I guess you know. I'll try to. I try to respect the show. Like I said, I I try to deal with you, even though you don't want to deal with me. You know what I'm saying? I I get limited to what I can ask and what I can't. What I can and can't <laughs> ask. Like, that's kind of crazy. Like y'all scared to deal. Well, I mean, maybe you're maybe you're the one who's crazy. How? But y'all are scared to deal. No, we're not scared, scared to deal. To deal. Well, but you're, I can't ask the question. You're a nutcase, though. You. It's is a family show. I don't know what you wanted to ask, but you're pressing it's, the issue. Nothing, like you don't actually respect like the show. I'm not, I'm not sick like you eat a mic, so I'm not gonna ask. No, you are. Like you are sick. Crazy. You are sick. You're so sick that you're calling us Edomites when we're Americans. I you're calling us Edomites when you're when we're Americans, and I believe that you're an American, but you don't even know acknowledge that you're an American. <laughs> I'm an Israelite living in this land you call America. What a mess! See, that's sickness. Just like just like it, the the story. I was this is why Men's how, History Month is needed. Cannot 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 how Antiochus right Antiochus Epiphanes how he decreed these laws these uh, heathen laws to the to the Israelites in Jeremiah in Judea at the time Jeremiah so he, he did you hear did you hear the caller and, and kept them from did, and kept Jeremiah. them from keeping their laws Jeremiah 
Did you hear the caller uh, just before you, Stephen from uh, Steve from uh, California? No, not really. Oh, you don't you don't listen to the show? Um, I, I I missed it. I guess you know I was I was doing other things. But what he what, what was what he, he was about? talking about was laws that are ha- taking place today about vaccine mm-hmm. mandates. You where uh, in California they want to make it so you can't even enter an establishment, meaning a building. Right. Without showing yeah, proof of so-called right. vaccination, and you can't work yeah, without having proof of so-called vaccination. That's pretty relevant. Right. I mean, yeah, they're doing. What that. you think they're, of that? They're doing, but that's the same thing that Antiochus is doing. You support Antiochus that? Was forcing laws on people. Do you support that? You know? yeah, what? How do you? How do you feel about um, Trump saying to Alabama? He, he do you support? That, uh, do you support the vaccine mandates? Yeah, I don't support the vaccine. But do you Trump, support the Trump vaccine mandates? Trump, Trump is agreeing with the vaccine now. Like he doesn't support the mandates. He said that he 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 agreed that we should get the vaccine. He said, "Yeah, we should exercise your freedom too." But he See? also said, "I took the vaccine, and I believe that you should take the vaccine as well because we need to get back to jobs and we need to get back to school." But he, he so that means he supports the freedoms. But I don't want to talk about that, though. No, I talked he about that. The, I mentioned he, that. I've mentioned he, that. So you're lying about me. He did, he did say that you have your freedoms. You freedom as well. So then, but why are you pretending that he's for the mandates? Well, what he first said was he got the vaccine, and he suggests everybody to get the vaccine as well. And I'm just saying, he said you're that, not so saying y'all don't anything. Want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about I that. I already talked about it. Did you not hear me mention it the day after, or the two days after it? No, I didn't. Oh, well, then you don't. I, I, you have a listening I, problem. You have no, a listening problem. Sometimes You're accusing me of not wanting to talk about working. something that I already covered. I, sometimes I can't work. I, sometimes I can't catch a show. Because so then I'm why working. accuse me when you don't know? Because I didn't hear you talking about it. I'm sorry if, if you talked about it. My bad. That's one time that you were right and I was wrong, Hank. Out of many. One time. Out of many. Yeah, one time that I was, you were right and I was wrong. All right. You talked to me. You talked about the Trump thing, then you talked about it. All right. You know what I'm saying? So then why, just, why, just, why are you so quick to accuse? You know, Trump also You're made acting a deal like with the, the Edomites. To let, that, to, let that, uh, to let that Taliban leader go, too. And y'all want to blame Biden for it. Both of you, Biden, Trump, both of them are evil. So what does it matter? No, Trump is not evil. Yeah, Trump is evil. But of course, you're going to go with his, uh, his agenda, though. Of course. All right, Jeremiah. I appreciate your call, man. You're you're a conservative victim. You're not a liberal victim. You're a conservative victim. So and you're I get a fake it. Israelite victim. I, I What's get the difference? It. I understand, Hank. What's the difference? I, I understand, Hank. What's the difference between a fake Israelite victim and a conservative or a liberal victim? It's not a victim. It's the truth. No, what we tell is the truth. How come we? How come when we tell the truth, it's victimhood, but when you tell your version of the fake truth, and if you didn't follow them, they they would die. You can't do the same thing over here. Because Edomites have put in law the freedom of the freedom of speech. You get to exercise your freedom. It wasn't really Esau. Mess. It was God putting the spirit on Esau to put that in your constitution. So y'all can't do it this time. You know what I'm saying? Brandon M., uh, just to clarify, this may so help freedom you. Freedom of speech. This may help you. Choice. Jeremiah, this may help you. Alexander routed Darius's army several times before crushing him. Alexander led... Okay. From the front, Jeremiah, not the rear, like most whom he conquered. But Brandon M says, I, Brandon I M says, hold on, man. a lot of land. I didn't say that he didn't. Darius was dead long before Alexander. After Alexander died, his five generals divided the land. There wasn't one person. 
Also, this child of ham so, needs to pick up whether whites are from the Caucasians or from Edom, but nowhere near Europe. Both are nowhere near Europe. So he's saying that Alexander the Great didn't, didn't defeat uh, Darius. It's something to look into because I don't know or care, but it's just for your okay. benefit. So look tell into him it. to look into it. Tell right. him to look into it. No, he's telling tell you to look into it. Tell him to read, tell him to read the Maccabees. All right. Have a nice have a nice one, Jeremiah. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, you too, man. All right. Toronzo in Oklahoma wants to comment on the straight pride rally. Toronzo, appreciate you. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey. Uh man, that guy's funny. I wonder if he's aware that um Edomites are not all white people. <laughs> it's a spe- it's a specific bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> And is that from right Esau? Is that the Esau people? Yeah, but I mean, it started with Cain, and uh, okay, yeah, from Cain, Cain and Abel. Yeah, because Cain was, well, people want to debate this, but if you read the scriptures, Cain was Satan's son, and uh, it all continued on. And <clears throat> well, he was exiled after committing murder. Yeah, yeah. Then, I don't know about the Satan's then, son part. And then it gets confusing because, you know, if the whole earth was flooded and all life was pretty much gone, then you had Noah left. You see what I'm saying? So then it gets even... Right, because then, right there, then Esau's so. descendants, unless Noah yeah, was part, bottom, of, part Esau. The, the bottom line is the people in Israel are not the real Israelites. That's the truth. And the uh, the who they are can be debatable i have theories and and he's probably right on what's going on as far as that goes but you think the blacks are the true israelites i mean it matches scripture perfectly (laughs) i mean it really does it really does Uh, don't fall for that man no i mean uh there's parts of it that they're dead wrong about you know it's it's you know just like every lie is mostly truth, you know, so... Yeah, they do mix in truth with lies, that's for sure. Yeah, but, uh, anyway, the, uh... So, the, the Straight Pride Parade, is that every year in California, or how's that work? Yeah, we've, ever since 2019, um, a man named Don Grundman has held a Straight Pride rally up in Modesto, California, which is kind of NorCal, Northern California. And it is a event where we talk about Christian values and protest against a Planned Parenthood that's up there. Well, um, I have a suggestion because when you see people that mad about something, that means you're, you know, probably saying something that matters. But uh, I would suggest trying to broaden the spectrum and start having it in every major city across the United States. Yeah, that's his goal, actually. He would like that. That would be, you know, that would be a really good idea right there, in my opinion. Yeah. I just wanted to make that suggestion. Appreciate that. Yeah, they need to, y'all need to start pushing for that next year. Definitely. And then uh, the other one is the men's conference. Y'all need to do it in Oklahoma next. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I appreciate that, man. That's cool. That's cool of you to say. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that was pretty much it. I know okay, man. We're, so we're over time as well, man. Thank All you, right, Taranzo. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye. All right. 
Guys, I'm going to have to read the rest of your super chats. I forgot to read Bible Goatee Guy's super chats from last week. But we got Louie in Idaho wants to thank James for his show. Appreciate you, man. Brent and Clemson, South Carolina, wanted to talk about capital punishment. Mays in Dayton, Ohio, wanted to talk about the straight pride rally. Man, she was on hold forever, too. And Dean in North Carolina wanted to comment on the vaccine passports. And the rest of the callers, I cannot get to you. We got to end. TheHakeReport.com. I will read your super chats. Ledge Clinger, I see you, man. Appreciate that that help. And Bible go-to guy and big bump. I will see you hopefully tomorrow, guys. Take care.